Welcome to the Provoking Dialogue Podcast. I'm your host, Shaquan, a.k.a. Naturally Shaq, here with my co-host. Remy underscore YFS. Remy, a.k.a. Remy underscore YFS. All right. At first, I was about to say, oh, this was actually a pretty short introduction, but then you had it. <laughs> for a split second, for a split second, I forgot. Like, I forgot that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got the AKA thing. That is right. Like, it was not a thought. <laughs> Almost, 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 almost kept it short. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But um, anyways, um, so for this episode, since we are in the month of October, this is the Halloween season. Uh, we figure <laughs> we'll have this episode kind of center around the, I guess, elements of Halloween and what we call our untold story. Um, and basically. We're going to have share um, some stories between me and Remy that we've experienced um, from ghosts and spirits all the way to visions and, you know, premonitions and death. We're trying to think if we had, like, scary stories and then we just thought about, like, stuff that we both experienced or individually will be experiencing. Um, yeah. And it's like these kind of, yeah, it touched on, like I said, elements of Halloween. So we just figure, and I don't think neither one has really shared these stories in the past with not too many people. If anybody, our immediate family, but I don't think with no one really else. So that's why we call it now. Yeah. 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 Is it, yeah, either way, it has that, uh, what's the, what's the Halloween esque vibe? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I said that correctly, but yeah. you get what uh, I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> <laughs> It is all good, sir. <laughs> okay, all right, cool. <laughs> so I guess, okay. um, should I start off or do you want to start off? Uh, you, you can start it off. You can start it off. I, I'll, I'll pick up the, the, the end. Okay. So I guess for me, I've never really experienced any like ghosts or like seeing things or like nothing traumatic. I've had like near-death experiences, but I'll, I'll probably share those in another uh, episode. But in relation <laughs> to Halloween, yeah. at least. Uh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. I figure something I've experienced on multiple occasions um, kind of has been around, like I said, having visions and prim- primarily about death. Like I've seen in certain scenarios, uh-huh. it's been three that I can account for. Um, and I'm not here to say I'm some type of psychic. I'm not saying none of that type of stuff. <gasps> hey, it is but, what it is, man. I mean, I do believe in that type of realm, especially like this, like, our background, like, from where we came from, like, with a religious background, especially with our grandfather being a pastor, he would prophesy. Yeah. Pro- oh, I can't even say the word. Prophesy? Ooh, I oh, still- dang, did no, I, I even think- say that right? <laughs> prophesy. I think it's prophesy. Oh, well, they'll let us know if we're saying it wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Y'all know we straight, bro. But anyways, he would, like, go and, like, talk to people and, like, even with us and would tell, like, almost... Kind of like our our futures in some sense, or like what is to come, and it will actually come to fruition. And so it's like it's not something that's like bamboo or something that's like oh my, it's so surprising because mm-hmm. like we've seen it happen with our own family, um, with our grandfather. Yeah. It kind of just felt just felt normal. Yeah, like, it, that, that something like that was just it was just a normal thing. So it's like on the outside looking in, and maybe it was one of those like oh my god, superpower. Mm-hmm. No, I mean it's just. It was normal, bro. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. So for me, I've had in situations like that in relations to 
um, my granddad, I mean, my granddad on my mom's side, and then my grandmother on my dad's side, and one of my cousin. Um, Ooh, you giving you gonna give all three? I mean, it's not three. Uh, it's not. It's, it's, yeah, it's not gonna I'm, take I mean, too long. I'm you just know? you know just checking, just checking. Because one know. was no. both my cousin and my grandma were in the same scenario. <laughs> so for me, I don't remember exactly the time when I had it, but I think it was probably a couple months. Before my grandma's mm. death, um, I was sleeping and I mm. had like a dream. But like, the dream, it felt like one of those things where like it's you know it's a dream, but it feels real at the same time. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. I just remember I was like walking down the road, um, and with this gray, everything with this gray. Like you can see the outlines of like trees and stuff like that, but it was like so much fog mm. and like mist in the area. Like all that I could literally see was just like the lines of um mm. Oh, like literally straight from one of those horror movies with somebody walking down the street and all you see is that white, those yeah, white yeah. markers in the middle mm-hmm. of the road. Yep, just like that. Okay, gotcha. And then as I'm walking, I pause. But no, as I'm walking, I've seen like figures come to me and then I pause, like stop walking. And as it's coming to me and it gets clear, I see my grandma in like a wheelchair and she's like, next to her is this like, object like you can see the outline is of like uh a boy or like a man but it's like it's a younger person i know it's like someone around my age basically or like that and so i'm like i'm like who could it be or whatever but i see clearly my grandma but this other object it's just like um a silhouette almost a walking silhouette mm. but i know it's a guy and i know it's someone that's not too old not too young like they're somewhere in mm. like the young adult age, basically. Well, what what age would you would you give yourself for that? Just say he was around your age. As it well? was just like the outline of it. Like it just didn't seem like an older person at all. Like, and it wasn't like someone too short. So I'm like, it's not someone like a little kid. So I'm like, the only thing I could think of is like, you right. know, maybe if anything, oh, it could be like a okay, teenager gotcha. or a young adult. But it couldn't be anything you. other okay. than that. At least what I, I from what I saw. And they just looked at me and they were walking. Like I said, I just paused. And then all you see is like mm-hmm. the fog and all that stuff around. And then as I get try to get closer to it and try to touch them, they start to disappear. And then mm-hmm. for me, that's when I woke up and I'm like, oh, wait, what did just happen? And I'm like, for myself, I think I was I already knew that was pretty much as like I said, with the fog stuff going away and my grandma and this like figure just disappearing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is this like someone's like passing away or like what's going on? And at that time, our grandma was suffering through like dementia and other like few different like health issues. So like mm-hmm. we already knew at some point we was preparing ourselves for her to like transition and things like that. Right, right. So once I saw her like I said, disappear and try and touch her and this like thing just, you know, going away, I'm like, oh, this mm-hmm. could be a sign of that. It's, it's, it's coming soon. It's about to happen. But I, mm-hmm. I didn't get the the guy part like i'm like what is this this random figure with her and i'm like that silhouette yeah that was right there like what is the silhouette and it was like a shape as a guy and for me like once i stopped like kept thinking about like who could be this person like there's nobody i know like what is this case and i'm like and i immediately i like is this is this remy like and i'm like (laughs) do not tell me that is right I, i think i was sick around that mm. yeah i was i was yeah i was in the hospital yeah you was around too. the hospital at that time i'm like wait don't tell me this is remy i'm like oh no then i'm like oh my i was like internally kind of like freaking out i'm like oh no like is this legit like something that's about to happen like and i'm trying to like prepare myself cause, like we know like with like right, with your illness right, right. and all of that like you know a situation a, yeah. a crisis can 
could potentially take it out. So it's like yeah, like it could go left, it can go down at any moment. Right. So it's like it's always like a thought in the back of our mind, but it's like oh, yeah. like he's good though. Like it's nothing unless it's like we know he's in a bad bad crisis. Then we will get a lot mm-hmm. more worried. But for the most part, it's like he will be okay. Um. So like for me, once I saw that and like he was, I think it was yeah, around in the hospital at that time. I'm like oh shoot. So I, I didn't say anything to anybody. Kind of like I don't. I was trying to interpret what was happening. Right. Like how do you? Yeah. How do you? How do you say that to somebody else and? <laughs> Still try to you know gather a full understanding for yourself. Right, it's like, like oh, you know, like, I'm just gonna hold. Like this. I'm gonna come through me. Like oh, I think you're about to die soon. Like I don't know. Like, <laughs> what, what am I supposed to feel like? I don't know. <laughs> so hey, I get it. I get it. <laughs> so like once things slowly start to happen though, then it everything kind of made sense. So after that, my grandma did in a passing way um, a few months later. Um, and then, okay, like, okay, cool. Not cool, but, like, okay, that happened. Okay, now that part makes sense. Yeah. And then, in my head, I'm like, okay, so now this, this like, is this Remy? Like, what's, so in my head, like, okay, my grandma, she transitioned. So now don't tell me, you know, it's about to be Remy's turn. I'm like, I just, I don't right. know, this is not about to happen. And then, that's when, a few months after my grandma, is when I got the call situation with Michi. But that's when my call, I was in college at that time. And I think we told this story um, in the first episode oh, of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. But, um, ah, y'all got to go back and listen to it. <laughs> yeah. ah. So I'm not going to go into all the details of that situation, <laughs> but uh, just a quick, I guess, what cliff note. Um, I had got that yeah. phone call that morning by one of my cousins that he was missing. And like I said, we, I we thought it was like he just went to sleep or something like that. Like, you know, he has a late night yeah, shift. Yeah. So maybe just pull over and went. And then later on right. that day, one of my others called and he was breaking down crying. And then I'm like, okay, yeah, it's. And then once mm-hmm. I thought about it, like, oh, that silhouette. So like it, it took yeah. me um, until, yeah, Michi's passing. Then it made everything made more sense especially because Michi was always around my grandma as well because mm. so it, it just made everything just started to make more sense with that situation everything started to kind of click everything that started to same click time so yeah so i would say that's what the situation was to my grandma and Michi and then the one with my granddad um that one i remember and that was even more eerie because i didn't necessarily have a dream on that one it was just that week and that specific day so he ended up passing on my birthday and I oh wait for real? Yeah. Are you serious? Come on, <laughs> you don't. You Man, don't. I, I don't keep up with dates, bro. I really Lord don't. Jesus. I have any dates? Kind of. Is that? Hey, sorry, surprise, guys. <laughs> but oh wow. Yes. Okay. And I remember that week. Huh. I just felt I felt off that whole week. And I remember on the day he passed. Yo, know, I remember like it was yesterday because no, but for some reason on my birthday nobody was at home at all and it was just pitch black i just remember there was what? candles i don't know like this i don't know if i did i don't think i did the candles or anything like that but i just remember it was pitch black I, at home at home at home at like, home like where we grew up at, at home what i think I, had, I don't know if i came home from college i don't know what the situation was at all but i remember um i was at home it was just pitch black dark and i was in the basement i think you was in the hospital i think that was the reason why you was in That's, there i'm sitting here listening to these <laughs> stories i'm like i was in the hospital for this too like all of these stories right. I was in the hospital. you was in the hospital and i don't know where everybody else i don't know if there was some type of event that was happening 
I can't really remember what the situation was, but I was at home by myself and I was just in the base and I just felt off. Like it was my birthday, but I just did not, I don't know. It just did not feel right to me at all. And I felt depressed and like, I and I knew the feeling when Michi, like all like, I guess after a while mm-hmm. having people pass away, that's like a feeling that you feel. That you know, like somebody just died. I don't know how to explain mm, that. Oh, I think yeah, I can know what yeah. you. T- I think you may know what I'm talking about <laughs> because of you in a hospital and all of that. Like how you you said it before as well. Yeah, you get that feeling of death just happen. And yeah, it's it's just it's just different. Mm-hmm. It's just it just feels weird. It's like an energy that is like okay, something is wrong. Yes, like yep. that's that's the vibe you get. Period. Mm-hmm. And I just remember sitting there having that feeling. I'm like, what is going on? Like, this doesn't, like, and this this is my birthday. Like, why do I feel this way? And this is on my birthday. No one's here. Literally, I'm like I said, I'm tr- I'm going to ask mom and them coming. I don't know where everybody was. I can't remember. But no one was there. And I would just sit in the basement. I was like, in your room. I think in my beanbag. <laughs> yeah, like, more and more. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I would just, in my beanbag, sitting in darkness in your room. And then I think mom or somebody I called and said he had passed away. And then I'm like, oh, this is what I'm... I'm like, you can... I could, I could sense it, but I just couldn't figure out where it was coming. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, I, yeah. I can never... Yeah, I definitely can relate to that. Like, it's one of those, you feel it. Mm-hmm. You can't identify it at all. It is it, one of those mysterious, like, vibes right. where you will not have an answer of, like, what and where. Yeah. But it it is instantly uh something is wrong mm-hmm. that that is it yep. where's coming from i don't I know no so yeah so i'll say for me i get stuff like that wow. like, and there's another situation too but i'm not gonna go into details about that on this episode but i get feelings like that where it's like some i know it's, it's like when things are going wrong like it's either death or mm-hmm. it's like something bad is happening sometimes i get that especially when it's related to family i haven't got it haven't gotten this feeling outside of family but just particularly at the moment, only when family, so whether it's death or certain situations that like are like bad, I've there's been scenarios mm-hmm. or experiences that I felt that once they happen, I'm like, oh, this like the the pieces just you know get put together and it makes perfect yeah. sense of why I felt this way or I had this vision or a dream. Like I say, it all feels right. so real. Um, so yeah, that's what I'll say about wow. my. I don't know. I don't even know what to call them the visions. Cause I'm right. really, I don't know what to call it. I don't, I don't even know yeah. either. Because I wanted to say stories about, I don't know, man. Moments. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go with that. Yeah. I'll go with that. Um. Yeah, my, my, my first question actually was going to be, yeah, where the heck was I with Michi? <laughs> well, okay, I, I know where I was with Michi. In the grannies, I know where I was with that one. And then the, the last one that you just said, I'm like, I don't even remember. But if you're saying that, and I wasn't there in the room, <laughs> okay, I was definitely in the hospital. Yeah. And yeah, that that just ties on to me being in the hospital, period. So it's like, man, okay, wow. It, was there, okay, with with these stories, with, with all three of these moments. Oh, wait, wait, I, wait. I, I'm sorry, I just put it together. That wasn't, okay, Okay, I'm. that's with granddaddy. Now I'm making it make sense. This was for granddaddy Smith. I now remember what happened was I was at home by myself. You, I think you were in the hospital. This was on Valentine's Day. I'm sorry, Valentine's Day, oh, not okay, my well, birthday. Some some parts of the story didn't change at all. I'm, I'm still in. No, the yeah, you were still in the hospital. But the reason why everybody <laughs> was gone was they were at a basketball yeah. game. It was one. It was at high school. Oh no, I wasn't in the hospital. Where were you? I was there with them with the basketball oh. game. 
Because I, I was the one that went down and uh, told Sharita while she was cheering. Mm. That's what happened. Yes. I'm like, I got, I know, except so one of my granddads did pass away on my birthday. Um, but I don't think I hey, felt yeah. anything with that one. I think it was just my birthday. But it, I'm sorry, I did get it mixed up. It was with Granddaddy Smith. That was that day. And okay, okay, on got Valentine's you, got Day. You. The other granddad, I think I was in the hospital with, though. So I guess either way, the story is still correct on my end. But for Granddaddy Smith, mm-hmm. yeah, it was about I was there for the basketball game. Yep. I remember trying to think, like, why wasn't nobody there? I'm like, this isn't that. It's weird if I would come home because he passed away. Granddaddy, Mama's granddaddy passed away while I was in college, and like, if I was to come home, nobody's there. Like that doesn't make sense. But then I'm thinking yeah, about I, it. I'm- like, yeah. yeah, that was for high school. When I was in high school, passed away, and I was Granddaddy Smith. That's when I was in home. I said nobody was there, um, but me for some reason. I don't think I don't know if I was right. I, mean, I I still don't get why you were still at home by yourself if if everybody else was at the game. I don't know if I said I didn't feel well. I don't remember. I was I'll have to ask mom and them. But for some reason, I decided to stay home that day. I didn't go to the basketball game at all. I remember I got the phone call and like oh okay. we'll just I just I think I probably said I didn't feel well. And that was part of the reason why, like I was saying, oh, like yeah. I knew I was feeling weird yeah. that week and that day, but I didn't, I don't know where it came from. Then he ended up passing away when I said, legit, like I feel like, I don't know, if gotcha. I, I was legit in pitch black gotcha. darkness. That whole house, no lights were on, no TV was on, only the candles. And you, you hey, that basement is dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's pitch black dark. Okay. So yeah, All right. that, that's what it was. And now I'm thinking about, that was my first ever experience. Because the granddad was the first person, like, in our family, our close, close family, like, that I passed away. So, when it happened with me and my grandma, I kind of knew, like I said, that death feeling. Because that day, mm. that's when I first ever experienced something like that. That was with him. That was the first time ever. And then came grandma. Wow. But, he, he, okay, now, with this, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, like, okay, after you experienced the same energy or vibe the first time... And then you felt it again, like repeated times. It was the same energy, but then you became more familiar with it after it happened so many times, right? right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Okay. Got you. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to draw a parallel to like, okay, yeah, that that makes sense in regards to uh, my side of that. Been in the hospital a lot. Feel it all the time. Been in the hospital with people. Right. You get familiar with what's what. Mm-hmm. And I said, now when I get feelings like that, I... Like, I know what's happening a lot more. And like I said, there's a, another situation, too, that I realize I haven't shared even with nobody. But like I said, I'll have to share that yeah. another time. I don't want to share that one. Next year, guys, <laughs> this time, right here on this show, live and direct. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know. You never know, okay? But okay, yeah, no, that, that, made, that makes a lot of sense. So with that connection, with like I said, you get that feeling in the hospital. But I know you had yeah. also mentioned had situation. Um, well, your untold story uh, that happened to you while you yeah. was in the hospital. Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. I got I got stories in the hospital that can last almost forever. <laughs> um, la- okay. Last question for your situation. With that, with, with you being so familiar with that over time, does that also make it easier for you to accept um, bad news? Not not the fact that that you're not going to be sad or nothing like that, but you you're going to be more open to hearing something like like okay this person died but since you know you don't have any control over that and the energy you had already felt is not so uh hard hitting anymore 
Uh, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't say, like, because of that, does it make it easier for me to, I don't know, digest those type, that news or... Does it lighten the blow? Like, the, the first time it hits you, not how you deal with it, but the first time it hits you, does it lighten that blow? I'll say for me, um, in a way, yes. Like, I'll say, if I have a situation like that, um, and I already experienced it, or I have some type, whatever you want to call it, and then mm-hmm. it happens, and do kind of, like, because for me, it's like, I do feel like, oh, this makes sense now why I felt before because of this scenario that was to come. Right, right, um, right. But I think in general, now just having multiple people passing away, I think I've just gotten in some ways, not, I guess in some ways, kind of normal, normalized the transition to death in a way. So, like, mm-hmm. even if someone mm-hmm. was to pass away, I would still, like, you know, of course, feel hurt or whatever emotion I was feeling in that moment is still show. Right, right. But I think internally, mm-hmm. I just have a better understanding now of, like, I think before if, when people pass away, it was just so heartbreaking. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're gone. This is, like, you mm-hmm. know, that whole situation. But I think now, yeah. like I said, I think we talked about the suit in the first episode about death. But, like, I... Ooh, y'all gotta go back and listen <laughs> to that, too. Mm-hmm. But that's how I see death now is so much more different. That that itself has light yeah. level, I would say. It is my understanding of it has transitioned or changed throughout the years um, that yeah. the way I used to feel about death before is not how I feel about it now. And that's make, that is what makes it easier or even make it easier to comfort other people, I would say, because of that. Yes. Okay. Okay, cool. Make, makes sense. I, I just wanted to hear your, your explanation of that the same way. Yeah. And also that makes it easier for... For those who have listened to our last few episodes, maybe it's like two or three so far where we mention energy or even just death in general. And now you also get a a, a more a deeper understanding of how and why we gather the perspective we have on these sad situations because of our own sad situation. So, um, yeah, mine as as normal, the trend that's never, ever going to change. Also me being in the hospital. <laughs> being sick um okay so i don't remember exactly how bad this crisis was but i do know i was in for about about two weeks maybe a little over two weeks like two weeks and some days or whatnot and my normal um symptoms of like when pain wise when i'm going into a crisis at least back then even though I can't even put a direct date on it. But back then, you know, my side was always the number one thing or um, my leg or my arm. So I think this one in particular was my sides and my leg. And I was in the hospital and this was like during the process. I've already done been through the ER. I'm admitted, blah, blah, blah. I'm already upstairs. Now I'm, I'm in kind of going through the motions of getting, you know, medicine, IV fluids, and still experiencing pain to an, to a scale or whatnot. So I'm in the middle of this whole, all right, I'll, I'll be going home soon type phase. Yeah. And it was one night. And also, I had a private room. So majority of the time, like I said, thanks to loving people that have been my nurse or um, nursing assistants, nursing managers or whatnot on the set floor, they know they know how I work and I can get a private room sometimes if needed when I'm when I'm in a specific crisis so it doesn't get worse. Mm. So I had a private room in this set situation and I don't, I don't watch TV too much, but I had it on. I think I was just using it for a light because I normally bring my tablet or a phone up there 
and it was on. I had the main door, like to the room, was open, and the bathroom door, which is, I can easily see the bathroom door, like right there. I can see you straight through the entrance door to my room where the nursing station and whoever is walking by my door or whatever can see me as well. And the bathroom is always like halfway cracked. And the light might be on as well, because if I cut the TV off, then it's just pitch black dark. So I'll, I'll try to leave a little bit of something. But um, yeah, I was in the bed in a crisis. And I think I was either watching TV or looking at my tablet. And the light was on in the bathroom and the door was halfway cracked. Imagine it how how you would think like in the horror movies or whatnot. when it, It's just cracked enough to where you can see the light. But you can't see, like, if there's somebody at the sink or on the toilet or anything like that. Yeah. You can't see that. It's just enough for the light to come through. And, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm either watching TV or on the tablet. And in the corner of my eye, I can see the light, like, go out, like, turn off. Mm. And, of course, it's light. So I'm, like, I'm, I'm aware of the fact that it turned off. And then I go to look back up. It is on. Now, at this point, I'm, like... I'm staring at the door because I, I, you know, you think about all the little <laughs> movie things or whatnot. Right. The person be, they saw it in the corner of their eye, but then they just go and ignore it. I'm go ahead, put my headset back on and listen to my music at volume 100. Right, like nothing's going nothing on. was happening. <laughs> yeah. So on my end, I'm like, I know I'm not tripping. So I'm staring at the door and the light. I'm like, come on, anything, anything move. I'm just, I wish you would show me. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm staring at it and nothing, nothing, nothing for a minute. And I'm like, all right, let, let's say three minutes, three to five minutes of me just staring. And I'm like, all right, maybe I am tripping. And I go back to my tablet. And then all of a sudden the door closes and the lights, I think it's still on, but the door is closed. I don't care if the light is on or not. I could be wrong with that part. The main thing is the door is closed. The door just closed. <laughs> yeah. And... I'm staring at it, but I, I'm staring at the door being closed. So I'm pressing like the nurse button over and over and over and over and over, <laughs> just over and over nonstop. Like if I was to imagine it at the nursing station, if somebody is hitting the button and it's a high pitched sound, right, right. every every time somebody push it, you hear like an ant. Mm -hmm. Let, let's just say that that's the sound. I'm not saying it is. On my end, if I was at the nursing station hearing this sound, I'm pressing it so much to where it's like, and 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 So I'm like, yo. <laughs> Who who is is anybody working tonight? Anybody? Anybody? And then all of a sudden the light is on and the door's back open again. But I'm like, bro, I could have sworn something isn't right, bro. Some something just something, someone, whatever, just walked into my bathroom and closed the door. And like when it closed, then, like there was it like a loud like a slam? No, it it was it was nope. It was nope. That part like you will see in the movies. Yeah. No. With no slam, like it was an angry ghost. Get the hell out of my room, man. This is mine. No, no, no. It, it just, it slid, like, closed silently. Like, like if you was to trying to close the door and somebody in your room and you don't want to wake it up, mm. like you just snuck back in the house and you did something trifling. Right. Except this. I'm, trying yeah, to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want them to know. Yeah, it was like that. But I'm like, bro, I know I'm not tripping, yo. I know I'm not. And then for it to for it to go back normal like that, yeah. I'm like, man, I, I can't. Like, even kind of think about it now, thinking about it now, I'm I'm getting hot a little 
a little bit, you get that, I get that itchy sensation, like something is off, like, okay, I'm just uncomfortable right now. Something is not right. And in this situation, I'm in a crisis, so I can't just get up and go run out the bathroom. I mean, run out my room and be like, there's a ghost in here, guys. Help me. I'm in pain still, yo. So I'm already aware of the fact, like, all right, I'm still, I'm I'm in the bed with IV, and I can't really do too much moving at all. But over time, after pressing the nurse button, somebody comes, and she like I was hesitant to tell her what it was because it sounds so crazy. Mm. And and in my head I was like, Man, this is the type of stuff that somebody would be like, Yeah, he's crazy. Put him on the uh psych floor. Like oh, that that type <laughs> of stuff hit me. <laughs> I'm I'm not saying that that is the case, but I think about stuff oh, yeah. like that and it's like everybody's not gonna be accepting to some of the things that you say, especially if there's no proof or understanding mm. of it. And so her coming in here and I'm like in my head, I'm like, man, how the hell is this going to go? But I got to I gotta tell And I'm telling her that it seems like somebody closed the door in my bathroom and turned the light on and off. And I know nobody came into my room because the door was open the whole time. I can clearly see somebody walk into my room. Yeah. And I'm, I'm telling her this. And I know it sounds crazy. And as I'm telling her the story in the moment, like, I'm getting teary-eyed because I know it sounds crazy. And I'm just telling her and I'm like, there's no real chance of her believing me right now. But hopefully she understands that I feel trapped in this bed because I'm in pain and that just happened right now. And surprisingly, like she 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 took it well. Oh really? She um yeah, she took it well and she started like uh praying. She hugged me and as soon as I hugged, you know how you like your mom or somebody and y'all got beef or something, and y'all hug for the first time. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the shirt and the collars are getting wet. Somebody got snot on their shoulder now. <laughs> like yeah, and yeah, she accepted it so well. I'm like, yo, I, I wasn't expecting that at all. Like she accepted it super well. Like if she was a part of the family and was raised the same way and had similar experiences, just in the Christian household. Right, period. Yeah on every scale and I'm like just that that moment right there is what made me pour out as soon as she started hugging me and she started praying or whatnot and uh she said yeah if you need anything let me know and uh she she did what she was supposed to she went into the bathroom looked open the door closed she said do you want it open or do you want it closed I said close it <laughs> just like, close no it F it just close it if somebody is in there hey leave them in there I'm good just close it. And I said, you can leave that door open too. Like I wanted that door, the main door to be open again. And she said, just let me know, call me back. And uh, yeah, as the rest of the night went on, just with regular stuff, like nurses coming in to give me, you know, the medicine that is due on the right time, or they got to change the IV bag, or if I ask for a snack, something like that. Like those moments of other nurses coming in, none of them were hurt at all, period. Like I didn't see her anymore. Oh, really? And none of the nurses knew who the heck I was talking about. That they didn't know who the nurse like, was? Nobody. The nurse that I had that within that shift, mm-hmm. she was not my, my main nurse for that shift at all. She was just a nurse. Even though I'm hesitant to say that because I don't really know. But I know who my wait, main wait, nurse so was for the shift. Basically, the lady that ended up coming, she... She had on scrubs and everything else. But you like, don't even like a know nurse, she like, was a nurse or is she even... She just... No, no, no. She was not my nurse at all, period. My main nurse, I see within, you know, that time frame is my nurse for 
let's say five or six hours yeah and especially on this floor i know 98 percent of these nurses they know me yeah this nurse that came in i had not seen her before but she was on this floor. I just took it as, all right, it is what it is. After she left, I didn't see her anymore. I don't know where my main nurse was, but I know she was not my main nurse. I just thought she was just a nurse on the floor, period. Like I, I can't say that I know every single nurse every minute, but I can, I'm confident to say I, I know over 90%. Right, right. So with my, my nurse coming in to do the regular stuff, like the shift stuff, my IVs, fluids, medicine, blah, blah, blah. That wasn't her. But then even asking, nobody knew who the guy was talking about. So no one knew about, when you was asking no. about the nurse that came and whatever, no one yes. knew who you was talking about. Yes. I can still describe her. And she was black. And no one had. Nobody knew. <laughs> no. According to them, nobody black was working that shift that time, at that moment. But she had on like she looked like a nurse, bro. And like, you never I, seen I, I her ever, tell you. ever I again. Never, ever again, bro. And I'm I'm still on the same floor to this day. This was the adult floor. Yeah. That's yeah. So now I know <laughs> I I've known nurses since they started working at Hurley's all the way up to the point of some of them retiring. Like I've been there that long for a lot of nurses. So yeah. Wow. Don't don't know. They don't know. I still don't know. <laughs> like you you could probably hear me like like you could probably hear like the hesitant or emotion in me telling this right now. It's like, bro, I have no clue. But it it was yeah, I don't I don't know. It was just she was so welcoming to it. And it it, it was just that. Wow. I, yeah, so not only was it like know. a it. it was like a weird situation with the bathroom, but then at the same time, basically either some random person or maybe it could have been a spirit as well came and covered you and i don't know that's like, that's, me, yeah I t- no one yeah. right right like hearing the story now yeah now now you see <laughs> why it was why it's a story for me because when you hear the full thing it's like oh okay if there if there was quote unquote spirit going into the bathroom cutting on cutting on light close the door or whatever what reason would that be i don't know i'm not a ghost i don't know can't answer that question and then the second thing with the nurse and then not knowing who she was or anybody else then technically that would be two if you also look into the whole story for what it is i know man so. wow you know that got me thinking about now and i think this might be a, a situation that happens often or related to you um because wasn't there two situations like this that happened well not with you well with you it's it was around I you. I think I know what you're but about like to say. But like with mom and dad. Yeah. Like the time yeah. with the, was in a restaurant yeah. and then the time when it was given birth. Yes. Yeah. 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 I forgot about the, uh, <laughs> the restaurant one. Yeah. I forgot about that story with mama. Yeah. But the, the birth one. Yeah. That, the lady that took care of uh, mama and me yeah. after having me. And then I think dad was gone. He was there all night, so he probably what, went to go get some flowers and some food or something, mm-hmm. and then came back. Like he left because of that nurse saying, uh, "Don't worry about it. Go do you. I'll, I'll take care of her. I'll clean her and the baby up." In that case, was being me. And then dad come back and he got flowers oh, for, for lady, her. Yeah. yeah, for the lady for you know doing her job as a nurse and going out of her way to make sure she take care of me and mama. And then they never saw the lady again. 
They had no idea who the heck. Yeah, they asked about who <laughs> she was. The people yeah. who worked there didn't know who the heck he was talking about. But he brought the flowers back to give the lady, and uh, it seems like she never existed. Cause then they, they asked for her name and everything. They said they had no idea what's talking. Yeah, about. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. that's what the Whippy I'm thinking about. <laughs> and then like, well, before I I didn't put those two together. Mm-hmm. You got me thinking about that now. Jesus. Christ. And even with the situation, like I, I I don't even remember all the details. I don't know if you know more than than I um I can remember with the restaurant mom and them when she was pregnant with. Um. Yeah, I, I I don't know the like overall scenario, but the the middle piece of this was um I think they was in the mall and they I don't know I guess it was probably in the food court or something like that. They was getting something to eat yeah. and I don't know what reason, but some lady, some random lady, I think was a stranger completely came up to mama just out of nowhere talking about uh the baby that she had in her yeah like it's all like, <laughs> like some type of like rubbing on rubbing on her stomach and talking about the child that was within and uh yeah i think in that exact moment like they had i could be wrong with this part but i think in that exact moment um after she said what she said about the child that was within her and looked back and she was gone like yeah. she never existed and it was like well it's a sickness like, I can't remember what she got. Did yeah. she say that? Wait, did she say that? It was going to have um, or she said something related dang, to that. I, it, it, it was it was the it was disease related. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was something like uh um your child uh, okay off rip this I'm I'm about to f this whole statement up <laughs> <laughs> point blank period. <laughs> All right, <laughs> but I think it was something along the lines of um. Your child is sick or will be sick, but he's going to be okay or he's, he's blessed or something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. Something along that line. If it's not blessed, I think she said smart or something like that. So yeah. there you go. Take the words, make a sentence. Bam, there you go. <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> but yeah, man, like, yeah, that that story, I, I, ain't, I ain't tell anybody. I think only mom, dad, you, Shrita, and I think Keon know. The oldest cousin, because I think he was visiting me in the hospital, mm-hmm. and mom was up there, and yeah, I, I don't know how we got on the topic, but I think we must have been talking about energy or death or something, because I'm like, for me to bring up this story, it gotta be something along those lines, right. and then yeah, I was like, yeah, man, this this is normal for me, then I told him that story, and by the end of it, I was like, mm-mm, he's <laughs> like, oh my god, I don't know how you deal with right. that, like, I got chills just even hearing that. So yeah, yeah. That's- hey man, that's all. Well, like I said in the beginning of all this, now that's even more of an understanding of why episode one was what it was. Yeah, it's, it's not like we were just talking <laughs> out our ass, <laughs> just being like, we got it, man. Let's put it together, so- throw it out there. Boom! All opinion based. Uh, it is, but a lot of it only actually comes from facts of what we've experienced. Right. So if it helps, cool. That that's the biggest part. It's not like we plan on everybody, um, you know, believing everything that we say. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, well, what we're saying can be translated enough for you to uh, maneuver and you know take things in for yourself as you live your life so yeah no that's that's um i guess with that we'll be usually going to our provoking thoughts segment but before we go into that like what would you say like your final thoughts or like about i guess conversations Uh, like this my my only um thought it it, this thought is really more so just behind what make what what i feel makes these conversations matter the most 
And then personally, what I feel is the biggest uh, um, factor in how I view certain things in life, especially when it comes down to things that we already have a title for it being good or bad, you know, negative or positive and all of that. In my head, in, in these type of situations and in our conversations, no matter the topic or how the conversation is going about, if I can make sense out of the 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 one thing that everybody else also has to go through and flip it to make the understanding valuable, at that point, I think I'll, that makes it also something else on the other side of the coin, if you get what I'm saying. Like to understand, say something negative, you understand it and you can pull value out of it. Mm. Pulling out of that, making it a positive thing on the flip side. So now that said thing that you was always looking at as a negative or something that is harmful that you feel you try to avoid, whether it's mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and all of that, not to say that you have to engage with it, but at least the thought process of how you can flip the worst and make the best out of it is what I'm saying. That's that's what I feel matters the most for me. And knowing that all of those moments came from pain for me yeah. and or death, then it's like, that's the end all be all right there. Like if I can flip death, that means nothing existing, <laughs> us dying, then I should be able to flip and make something out of everything else up under that period. And at that point, if it's everything else outside of death, that only makes it life. That just makes it that much more valuable, greater quality of life. Because now I'm not worrying about, okay, I know that's going to happen and I know that hurts to deal with and I know I don't understand it, but I can pull something out of it to make it suitable for me to live life until something like that happens that is out of my control. So, yeah. That, that's that's my final thought. But I, like I said, you could apply that to every episode just through how our conversations go. Right. Yeah, I don't know how to follow up to that. So, because um, <laughs> I was going to say something like, you know, just be more tapped into yourself and all that stuff. And but um, I mean, that that that's a part of no, it. No, it is. It is. That's a part it of is, it, though. It is. It is. So, yeah, I'm saying, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to say what he said. <laughs> I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm gonna say what he said. My bad, yo. No, no, like, that's not a bad, like that, but no, it? that's like that's the saying. It's, that's something that a lot of people wouldn't think about. Yeah, yeah, and that that that's that's it right there. A lot of people don't think about it. The things that you do put thought to, <laughs> you put thought to it, and then it's short lived. <laughs> wow. Why not put more thought into how you live your life? Right. I'm just saying. No, that's real. That's and I guess with that final thought, um, <laughs> it's not legit. I don't have, yeah, that is anything I was going to say is garbage at this point. So. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't say that. You, you know, anything you would have said after that, I was going to take it and keep no, going yeah, with it. Yeah. You already know. So yeah, okay. But yeah, okay. we we typically hey, we, we found a highlight. Today. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> But um, oh boy, man. we will usually I move into our so um our, our provoking thought segment, and we still are, but we're gonna kind of switch it up a bit, just like I said with the theme of Halloween. Um, so we're just gonna kind of like touching back in some way, just and continuing <sighs> the conversation. That's going back and asking questions um about roughly what we were just talking about, or just in more details around stuff Ooh. between death, spirits, and the unknown. the unknown for the most part. 
and it's gauging our perspectives on it. Yeah. So I guess like one question I was gonna have for you or just in general for both of us, it just like how do you think spirits or ghosts are Um Oh man, that is I, I would have had a short answer to this years ago. Mm. Do I think ghosts or spirits are real? Yes, but not on the same context of what we are most familiar with. Though the though this answer might be correct technically, but this is just what I'm looking at. This is my priority, like surface level when I'm looking at something like that. Yeah. So like ghosts, spirits and whatnot, even within the story that I was saying, like just listening to the story, you like, oh, yeah, that was a ghost. Or you can be like, oh, yeah, that was a spirit. Or some people might be like, oh, yeah, that might be a demon or something like that. Either way, through all, let's say, three of those titles. Yeah. To me, it's still energy. So on that on that level, then I'm like, OK, well, yeah, if, if it's all going to be based off energy and on that level, then. Yeah, I'm, I'll say yeah to that. But like I said, it's not in the same context of what we're fami- familiar with the most. Right, right. So yeah, all of that, yes. But it, I still look at it only, mostly, not only, mostly on the levels of energy at the same time. Okay. Because yeah, that that also having that set understanding, like, like the moment that you shared with your story, like that that vibe that you felt, it was like, all right, this is familiar, and one, it's also discomforting at the same time so to understand that same feeling again and then you know you put the patterns together of when you last felt it it's like okay yeah this this is death it's like oh okay but saying death and actually feeling it in how you felt it how we felt it in our stories if you was to if you was to just say spell death i'm pretty sure a lot of people in their head would just capital d e a t h exclamation 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 like you get what i'm saying but then listening to it how we're trying to break it down within our own stories and our own personal experiences energy then it's like i bet you don't write energy the same way you write death yeah i think yeah for me i would say i do um i wouldn't i don't i don't think of it the way how like we see in the movies and all that type of stuff but like i do Mm -hmm. feel like it kind of similar what you said like with like energies and stuff like that like i just feel like someone's after death their energy can still be left here or even though i'll say this too because like with us being like christians like between like you know when someone die or cross over they go over to like hell or heaven and all of that um Mm -hmm. but then also feel like there is a space of like limbo in between that that happens uh and so we see like you hear stuff like this will happen all the time like there's a spear or things happening or even said kind of similar to like what you said with the um happens to you in the hospital and the bathroom but i'm like in places like that where people have passed if they have not potentially transitioned over or whatever their spirit or energy can still be left in that place and it can still be you know active or still be um interacted with in some way so i do feel that true um and just said just from your experiences from like experiences with granddaddy and all of that like it'll be it's hard for me to not believe that i would say um and that Mm. in those yeah 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 i agree because even just just to feed off of that like even with the stories that we've heard like in family or just period i i hear all the stories and all the moments and other you know family members uh of them being there and whatnot breaking it down and it's like, oh, yeah, no, I definitely, I 100% believe you. And then at the same time, or not not the same time, because I don't want to say this to negate what I just said, all those moments, 
when they tell me it and I'd be like, man, where the heck was I? <laughs> oh, I, I was in the hospital. Yeah. Like all of these moments that really stand out in, in just the timeline of a lot of things and whoever life that know me, it's like, oh, I was in the hospital. I was in the hospital. I was in the hospital. <laughs> man. Bro. I mean, even thinking about it too, because like even how they say like kids can see the um, spirits and all that. And if you think about like one of our younger cousin, um daughter, Mm-hmm. Um, she mm-hmm. was to see the spirits of our granddad. She was a baby, and it, it freaked everybody out because she was like, "Oh, who you're talking to? I'm talking to Papa." And it's like, "What? Now <laughs> you talking about he passed away?" <laughs> and she was to be sitting there legit having a whole long conversation and freak people out. So it's like, Man, I'm sorry, yeah. but I, I do believe that because I'm like, that's. I mean, a, a little kid can't make up lies like that. So I'm like, what, right? right? Like, so- <laughs> like don't get me wrong, kids can tell stories, but like to be sitting and have conversations with somebody. And say like that show like come on like I don't right for for them to be that young and then give you that answer also means in a way for them to be that young give you that answer and you think they're lying about right. it means that they put all of this together and they just orchestrate <laughs> to this tell you thing. act on it waiting for your response to ask them what are they talking like what. Right. No, man. Ain't nobody out here trying to build plays at four years old. Five years old. Get up out of here, man. But I, that's funny you say that because I'd I be thinking about that like the last few weeks. And I'm like, well, what is the moment where how those moments like that where kids or, you know, a, a dog or a cat can mm-hmm. see something. But right now we're talking about the kids. For kids to see something. And then somewhere in between us being a kid and grown, it's like we, some may just lose that ability or something yeah, like yeah. what is where is that change at? that's a good question i want to know that's a good question. dogs and cats do it all the time but they don't speak english so it's hard <laughs> right. for us to understand them <laughs> no that's a good point though. i don't know what age or that happened like you can yeah, yeah. i don't know i don't know because you like the like, remember those videos you had just sent me as well like the little girls, Bro. like it was two girls sitting at the table. They were at the little, like fake little dinner table or whatever. Yo. I think they were twins. I don't know. They were sisters though. And, yeah, definitely sisters. Yeah. And they were sitting at the table with their mom recording. And then like one little girl, she kept screaming and like pouring into the bathroom. And like everybody's looking, even her little sister was turning like, what are you talking about? Like, like and it was yeah. making fun of her because she was screaming and yelling and like going crazy. Go whatever she was seeing in the bathroom. And then as it gets closer to the end of the video, the other sister's like, the girl kept saying, no, go look in the bathroom, go look in the bathroom. And the little girl goes in there and it's like looking for a second. It's like, oh, there's nothing here. And then you just see she just stop. And then she just starts right. staring. Right, it's a moment where she, She yes. just starts staring in this direction. And then she starts screaming crazy too. And it's like. She delivers that horror right. film <laughs> scream. Yo. Heck so, no, bro. I don't know. Like, so I've never encountered anything to that magnitude or anything like that. But I, I, I'll say for no. myself, I still do believe in it. I don't want to. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I really want to either. <laughs> don't get me i love horror stuff and all of that but i am not the type of person like i want to experience some real ghosts and spirits let me conjure them uh, up no or... i found no man no, I'm good, yeah, I'm good. It's not, that's not I've, I've never had that that thought or vibe even be, like just me remembering being younger or whatnot mm. i've never had that horror seeking like aspect yeah. But now being older and just the things that I go through, whether it's in the hospital or whatnot. Yeah. No, I'm not choosing it either. <laughs> like I said, nope. I'll go to a haunted house, not like uh, for Halloween, <laughs> but I don't want go. I don't want to go to an actual haunted house where things could actually be there. I, I'm good. Like I like haunted houses because oh, I know their fate and I, it's entertainment for me. Right, right. But right. I wouldn't want to go to an actual 
haunt house or encounter any type of i'm good off of that that's not that's not for me it's not for me i i think too much about stuff like that like i i'd rather just think about it on the surface i don't want to understand it from a to z i'm sorry i'm good <laughs> i'm good and you know what i for one more thing even though this is off topic a little bit if if i wanted to i know one thing that would like kind of uh get popular mm. like if i was to do a channel youtube channel or something yeah. me doing horror games mm. period yeah, i think that because yeah. <laughs> one i'm not about to put on full headset <laughs> and play a horror game at the same time <laughs> heck's not nah, bro all of my reactions would be, be viral heck's not nah. that's for sure but nope I, I won't i'm too scared to even do that <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> um and you know what? This is funny. I just pulled this card. I just randomly pulled this card. I just wanted to see what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. How did religion influence you while growing up? I promise you I just pulled that. I, I, I didn't sort of, <laughs> And they have two I questions didn't. on there? Or just... Oh, no. It's two. But that was, the, um, the other one says, are you a private person or an open book? Oh, okay. But the other side says, how did religion influence you while growing up? And I was like, well, we're, we're in that category. Um, I mean, I'll say it. I mean, it influenced everything for us, I would say, especially being that we were like the pastor's grandchildren and like we, that type of like strict religion. Well, I'll say this, our family grew up in like very like heavy and religious, but I'll say with our household, they didn't try to force it down our throats necessarily. Like I think to yeah. some point, like when we were growing up as like, you know, kids, they made sure to put us in the church you know, go to Sunday school, mm-hmm. but then, like that whole situation. But as we got older, they wanted to make sure that we did it for ourselves and not because we were told to, because often, ha- often like, you know, what happens is like, oh, you keep pressuring kids to do this or do something else. And yeah, then they, yeah. steer, they try to steer away from it. And they didn't want that situation kind of happen with their kids. So what they, you know, allowed us to do is like, you know, we taught you guys, you know about this this is what we our family is about this is what we grew up in yeah but we can't force this on you and after a certain right. point like they didn't necessarily make us go to church anymore i think it was like around like i don't know once we got to like teenage age somewhat older teenage yeah. ages they just young yeah young teenage mm-hmm. young adult, yeah, young adult time, yeah. they just kind of allowed us to make that for ourselves but um i'll say there's a yeah. lot of my our values that i have that came from i don't know if it would necessarily be because of religion though i feel like it more so from our family now that i'm thinking about it though mm. because i feel like for religion itself if i'm speaking specifically on religion i do sometimes have issues with religion i'm trying to think now is it religion or the church Ooh. no no you, Ooh. But you get what i'm saying like the religion or this the church oh no i i get what you're saying i'm just investigating <laughs> different direction <Right>. Ooh. <laughs> The, I guess the aspect that I don't like, and this is where I'm trying to figure out if it's like the religion or, or the church, it's like the, the cult mentality or like the way mm-hmm. of how a lot of hypocrisy <laughs> happens within, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know if that's religion or the church. I know for sure it's in the church where... Uh, yeah, I'm going to say the church, <laughs> yeah. Kind of kind of um, forcing the entire structure. Mm-hmm. Or just like just trying to figure hand. out how to pit the Bible in, in your own benefit in some ways or say yeah. you're against or condemn this and then the same moment the next day you are literally doing what yeah, you just condemned yeah. i'm like how yeah. is this making any type yeah. of sense um so yeah i'll say for me it did shape a lot i think even still to this definitely day, did i don't think i would have this value of community if it wasn't for mm, in like the church or religion as a christian like you know having us no, do I, the soup kitchen type stuff we did every sunday morning 
or having a little food drive or donating clothes or having, you know, a candy store, mm-hmm. all of that, that yeah. for me, that passion of the community, I know for sure it came from the church um, and just like our family in general. Yeah. But so I think for me, some of it's so connected. I'm trying to figure out which ones are which. Cause I feel like at the same time, if our family wasn't our family. But I still have these values. So I'm like, so then. Right. I'm sitting here thinking the same mm-hmm. thing, yo. So I don't know. It's, it's so blurred to me. Cause like it's so interconnected. Um, but yeah, that, that would be my answer for now. I think that's something I, I think I need to digest and figure out the difference between like the religion itself and our family. Cause I'm like, what? I don't know if Ooh. I would have the same experience or the values that I've had if I said still like the Christian religion. But would, yeah. would it be simply that? Or if I was somewhere else, would it be different? I don't know. It Okay, I, I can't answer that for you. But um, I can answer that in regards to how that process was for me mm-hmm. now. So now I'm, I feel I'm more concrete in the direction of how I look at a lot of things now. And that's including the religion, the church, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, with the structure that was for us or given to us by our, our parents or the, the structure that was already there within our family, knowing that, all right, at least at least in the household, the foundation that was given, that is concrete. Mm-hmm. I can easily see that. But how we built the house as individuals uh, on top of the foundation that was instilled in us, that's an individual path at the end of the day. Yeah. But also for me, knowing that... Um, a lot of the moments, or at least I feel a lot of the special moments that are sentimental and really mean something to a lot of people, whether it's celebrations, birthdays, like whatever it is, a lot of those moments I more than likely missed and I was in the hospital or sick or something. Yeah. So over time, after I got past the phase of, all right, man, I feel like I'm missing out on just life, period. Like at some point it felt like that. I'm just missing out on life. Why am I even living at this point? Because I'm missing everything. Mm. What's the point of any of that? And after I got past all of that and started to absorb everything that was going on around me, like I said, still with these moments being in the hospital and all the other stories that we've shared and conversations we have shared, I felt like I was only forced to act on life through completely different means than what you know most people would yeah because of the lack of you know physicality or being able to do majority of it physically for the most part of my life so me having to tune in to what was going on internally on a regular basis knowing that we have the religious uh, construct on 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 the same side of it I didn't use it as like a rule book. I, me personally, I, I just never looked at it that way. Yeah. Everything when it came down to church or granddaddy speaking or uh, the prayers and whatnot growing up, I, I still kind of have all of that in the same bubble of like, all right, our dad coming to talk to us about something that we did wrong uh, or mom coming to talk to us about something we did wrong or moments where the brothers are supposed to do something that didn't happen. Like all of this is still in the same bubble of, all right, I'm supposed to learn something here. That That's the bubble that I placed all of this in. And, and knowing that it's like, okay, if I'm not looking at any of these as actual rule books and I'm just understanding and listening to what is going on instead of acting, for me personally, that, that made it easier for me to absorb what was going on around me and act on what I was feeling for the most part. So it's like forcing, like majority of my life just being forced to understand my own energy and emotions, et cetera, et cetera. So even when it comes down to religion, 
it didn't come from a place of like, all right, I'm seeking out help and, and I need you right now. It was more so I'm seeking out an understanding. Mm, yeah. So every time I acted in life, it was more so for an understanding. And through that, it's like, you know what? Okay. Knowing that's a regular pattern for me, it's like, okay, an understanding of this, this, and this, and this, instead of it being an actual rule book to do this, 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 and this, it's like, oh, okay, 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 cool. But at the end of it all, I still have it summed up as energy now. Because me understanding, I also feel isn't it is a base element of to even under like to even to even engage with something and try to consume some part of it instead of just the action of what we would see in a definition for understanding. If you get what I'm trying to say, yeah. So that that that's that's how I looked at all of that, and over that. Knowing that I still feel like everything is energy in that point, and I don't, I, I don't care what it is. Even if I feel like, all right, if I try to understand this, it might not be tied to energy. No, I can still, I can still find energy in it. And it's like, yo, so the rule book is really energy. That's that's the rule book for me now. So now when I go and, and read the Bible or remember passages from the Bible, I'm looking at energy. That that's it. I'm reading the energy, not. All right, this is the rule to do this and do this and do that. Because I know at the same time, if I do this and do that, the energy, it feels good if I do this. <laughs> the energy is, I feel bad if I do this. Yeah. So at that point, I'm going off my own energy, no matter what it is. So it, that changed that whole perspective of me. I didn't understand that until I, I got older. But like I said, before then, it was just a rule book of do this, do that, do that. Yeah. Nah, it's, it's an energy thing now. So for you, you will say like, I guess when it comes to religion, is like you, how you, your energy that you get in, um, in response to like, so whether it's the Bible or some type of like scripture or lecture or whatever, the energy that you feel mm -hmm. about it, that's what you go about in some yeah. ways of like your guidance towards like yeah. religion. So like if, you're, if mm -hmm. there's some type of scripture or language, it's not specifically what that is it's like oh well i'm i don't even want to give an example but like if said uh, I, I get what you're saying because i, I want to say an example <laughs> yeah. too but yeah nope i'm not even gonna do it so like <laughs> if, if it was something in the bible like oh you should not do this and you read it and you feel that energy and it's like um yes then you, you'll yes. sway yourself like okay yeah i see what this exactly, is what it says bro. but the energy that you feel towards it, it may not be something that you agree with or do agree with and you that's how you base it off of basically yes okay. yes yes sir yes okay. sir because even even that that even that response right there in the example you just gave mm -hmm. whatever that was and th my response or initial thought was um that that alone <laughs> yeah is 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 enough energy for me to be like all right see if i gotta think about then it then. It's, not, <laughs> it's not for you <laughs> yeah okay i'm not gonna try to force it and a lot of the times, those moments right there would be like, you know what? I'm not trying to force it. And my initial response is, um, <laughs> over time, life end up showing me the actual, like, understanding of it. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, good thing I didn't understand it. And I didn't act on it at the same time. I was kind of left in an I don't know space. But the way life came back around, it was like, I get it. No, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, that, yes. that makes sense. Yeah, I think we, there's some more stuff I want to go in de um, detail about, but I think we might have to have a whole separate religion <gasps> type of episode. Man, I love detail. this, bro. I love this, man. So I, I'll okay, I'll leave that at that, <laughs> and um, I'm gonna actually yeah, we can probably ask one more question. And like the question I was thinking oh, about man. asking is, do you believe in reincarnation? Do you believe in magic <laughs> in a young? All right, that is nowhere where I was going with that. <laughs> 
Etta. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, as soon as you said that, do you believe? I just heard that. Do you believe yeah, in? That is not what I. All right, all right. Go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Ask it again. Ask it again. I'm sorry. I was saying, was do you it? believe in reincarnation? Also, just like <laughs> <laughs> a couple of my answers already. Yes, but not in the context of what we are already accustomed to for the most part. Mm. Yes. Because of that same statement, I think you've already, you've probably already said it even once or twice in this episode that energy is never lost. It's always transferred. So, you know what? I'm not going to even go into that one right there, but I'm going to give you another example that I feel a lot of people also may be aware of as well. And I just talked about this two days ago with somebody else. This is crazy. This this is why I love this. I get get to get all this stuff out. I get to get it out. Um... I'm pretty sure you can think of like videos that you've probably seen on YouTube or different articles where it's like uh, uh, a kid or a teenager ends up sharing a dream that sounds exactly like what happened and blah, 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 blah. And then just looking at it on the surface base, you like, eh, ain't no way. He just made all that up. <laughs> right. But then when you look at it again, another article similar, mm-hmm. they're talking about something. When, when that happened, they was talking about something that happened in the future, and then here we are, and it actually happened. Yeah, yeah. So, like, moments like that, it's like, I mean, who's, who's to say it can't be that way? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you can't not prove it. So, I mean, you can't really say yeah to it either. You just got to be one of those things where you just got to, you know, go off your own energy and, and how you feel about that. But in that case, yeah, I do. For moments like that and... Also, I, me really believing 100% that energy is never lost, only transferred. Yeah. And with that statement alone, that is why I am so heavy on like the, the quotes that I say a lot now. How much of self are you willing to sacrifice? How much are you willing to sacrifice to increase your self-worth? That's just tied to the, your individual energy as a human being. Because now you think about what we just said in the statement that I just said. When you die, if your energy is not lost and always transferred, what quality of energy do you think is going to be transferred? Where it's being transferred? I don't know. But if I just know that it still exists, what quality of energy are you going to leave behind anywhere? Whatever it's going to be. You're going to leave a 2% (laughs) worth level quality that's worth an E. And it's like, all right, all right, man. We get to give that to uh, newborn Johnny in 3032. Man, you just, you're ass, bro. (laughs) In both life. Like, stuff like that. And I think about that. And it's like, it only makes sense one way to me, bro, in in that regard. So, yeah. Hopefully that answered your question. I mean, there's someone, because, like, in parts of it, I do, um, I'll say it's very similar to what I would say as well. Like, I just feel like it is kind of like an energy type of thing. Or uh, how we say, like, you know, when someone passes away, they may be in a space of, like, limbo. And I feel like sometimes people can mm-hmm. be very interactive with that spirit in those cases. So, like, I don't know if I believe in reincarnation to the point, like, oh, well, I need to make sure whatever, the, what I'm doing in my current life, it has to be this way or I'm going to be reincarnated into, like, a I don't know, a dog. Oh, or yeah. Something like that. Okay, got you. Got I don't you. think it, those strict restrictions right, right, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't yeah. believe in, in mm-hmm. I don't know if I believe in reincarnation to that level, but in the sense no. of like, I do like, let's say you hear stories like this all the time where it's like, oh, like I said, have a dream or a situation that you Bro. will, these people were never connected yeah. to at all. However, they know all. all this information <laughs> about it. Like, they live that life. So, all, I, they, and that's man. what I'm saying. Like, sometimes these spirits can be, I don't know if it's in limbo or they can interact with people. 
and they can bring that's how people can get gain that information but i wouldn't necessarily say yeah. like oh now this spirit is in this person and they are now living as that individual i don't know if i believe it to right. that degree i don't know if i i, I right. believe it with that but i do believe the spirits can interact with other mm-hmm. people living people i would say and that way it can pass up information or feelings and all of that that yeah. for me is believable yeah. but i don't necessarily believe like oh once i die i'm now going to be entered into a whole new person i don't know if i believe i don't know i don't know if that yeah that, to, to, to that, that extent, extent yeah I don't know. No, like for me, I feel like I don't, can't nobody say exactly <laughs> what it's gonna be after you exactly. die. Like, bruh, you know you coming back mm-hmm. as Doberman Shepherd <laughs> with one eye and three legs, and people gonna call you Fido. <laughs> <laughs> like for me, I feel like I'm not that's at that level, but like, um, it only thing would be in it reincarnation. But I feel like for me personally, like I am, I feel like I'm an old person. I do the way I think and how my mindset is. I agree. I feel very old. I don't like enjoy and i do enjoy being young in a sense but the things i really want out of life or the way i talk about stuff sometimes i'm like dang i'm really old i don't know i feel like i'm i put myself off as an older person but it's not on purpose and i don't know where it man we've been saying that since you were <laughs> exactly, young bro like, man f that it's like that saying like an old soul and i i truly do believe that and like i don't know like said, if there was a situation like a reincarnation in my past life i must have been an old person like bro a very right? old man i don't know because yeah even 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 with that statement well what if you had to put a, a grade or a percentage on it let, let's just say this is just an example here mm-hmm. let's just say that Old man energy that we've always said about you since you were younger. If you had to put a percentage or a grade on your said valuable energy, what do you think it was before it got to you? Like the old man that his energy that it actually was, and now you have it. Right. What grade or energy would you give it for yourself? From what you know about yourself, from what you shared, from what you've gone through. What value percentage would you give yourself on that energy right now? So are you saying for me as my my individual of me, Shaquan, are you saying like what percentage of of that is of like an old soul or like what? No, I'm saying quality wise. Like, you know how you go get a fake chain, it could be $12. Mm -hmm. You can go get a really good chain and be $20,000. Right. So are you saying that if there was like a situation in reincarnation, that was an old man, what yeah. What percentage? What was, are you saying like what was his energy? What value percentage? Yeah. What type of value? How much is it? Something. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to say like your soul is worth <laughs> $70 million. I don't want to say it like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get around that part because I don't want to say it like that. But I said it as a joke now. So energy wise, like for the energy, like you just said, we talked about that. We've always felt you had old man energy since you was young. What quality or grade would you give that energy? If that is the case, it came from another old man. I mean, for the most part, I would just like, I guess how I would interpret that. And my answer would be like a very positive, probably like very Hmm. like a good sense of that. Like even with the old man energy, the stuff that I, I like or I gravitate towards is very positive. Or like it's mm-hmm. like a, a mm-hmm. wise type of mindset. So it's not yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah even though it's like an old man to. energy, it's not one of like something stupid or something like, I don't know, or mm. someone that's very stuck in their ways and like, you know, that type of old man mentality as well. But it's more so right. like thinking, my perspective on things are so larger than I feel like 
I am within my age sometimes, if that makes any type of sense. Mm. I feel like yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Like sometimes the perspective I've had, even like I said, I may not even gone through certain stuff, but I feel like I'm so connected or I feel like I have a good understanding of, even though I haven't gone through certain issues, when I have conversations with people, I can bring a certain mindset to it that I know I can mm-hmm. like, even though I never did it, I can agree. Or I can, I can put myself in that person's shoes for some reason and can get that understanding. Right. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know how to explain Ooh. it, but like, I have a, a good perspective okay, okay. on that. A broad perspective. Okay, okay. In those situations. I got, I got one. If you had to guess his profession hmm. of your energy, okay. what profession would you give it? If I had to guess my profession, good one. I would say it will be something like philosophy. Some type of. Ooh. I do feel like. I'm not going to say pastor. I don't want to say like I don't put that yeah, up. Yeah, I was curious what you was going to actually say. Was, but it will yeah. be something like something around like philosophy. I don't even know if that's a word. Philosophical? Philosophical. <laughs> Philosophical. It will be something around there of like teaching people or like. Not necessarily like not a teacher level, but like teaching of like life experience or like being able to mm. like engage people in different ways so i don't know what type of profession i would be let's say that's what something like maybe i don't know if it would be pastor mm. or some type of i think i get i think i get where, where you're going at with that yeah i, I had i thought about the before would it be during that that would, would it be during that age of like uh you know how the hippies were free and whatnot uh, like he's he's philosophical and still free-minded and out within the environment it's not a sad particular profession but he's respected amongst highly other individuals yeah you know it could be in somewhere in that era like around because that's also like the same time frame i think like with oh there we go a person like malcolm x or like those type of people like what was i what was malcolm x i could see that like people like that that like they study his uh his profession was um being a black man (laughs) wow this is (laughs) all right we are gonna edit that out (laughs) that is hard that is pure <laughs> trash. <laughs> oh, wait, he was a minister. Oh, word? Yeah, a Muslim Man. minister and human rights. I'll probably be, yeah, maybe it was an activist. Some type of activist, maybe. Ooh, that's it. That's it. That's it. That, yes, that's it. That got yeah. you 100. Yeah. yeah. That, that, got, is, that got that's you. Not 100%, yeah. 90. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yep. Nice. But yeah, I would say probably in that era. That somewhere okay. in between there. I could do that. All right. One real question that actually came from a car that I sat here was um, Have you ever felt like you were outside your body? If I was outside my body? Yes. Hmm. I'll say yes. I'm trying to, I felt like that before. And, um, like an outer body experience. I think that's when I'd be having those yes. like realistic dreams. Like what is it called? Like lucid mm-hmm. dreams almost. Where it's like mm-hmm. it feels like mm-hmm. I'm I feel like, what? I feel like Queen <laughs> I don't know this exact exact answer right now. What is called? And yeah. So I'll say that for sure. I especially I'll say I've experienced that during two examples I can give. One has been during COVID when I got COVID. Oh, where? And one was when I was in New Zealand and I got um, a gastric intestinal, ooh, I'm sorry, a gastric infection. I'm going to say that. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. Um, the one I remember most vividly because it was so weird. It felt like I was in like an episode of like, or in the movie Inception when I was in New Zealand. And ooh. so I had this gastric infection and basically they quarantined me because it was like, I think could have been contagious or whatever. So they put me in a separate room to like sleep in or whatever. And I was mm-hmm. trying to sleep, but I couldn't sleep for some reason. And I, my brain could not cut off. 
legit. My brain just kept thinking nonstop. And and there was one point where I thought I was dreaming. This is still confusing because I don't know right now. I don't know if I was okay. dreaming or if I was awoke. I'm not sure. But there was some type of like, I don't know if it was an equation on life that I was creating. And I couldn't. What? No, you I'm lying. I'm so serious. And it was like a formula. It was stuff that was just popping up in my head. I'm like, what the heck is happening? And I woke up. I'm like, why can I not stop thinking? Like, this, it just kept happening. And I remember waking up and I was still thinking it. And then I was confused if I was awake or if I was dreaming. Because I'm like, I remember waking up, but I was still, it felt like I was dreaming. It was so weird. It was so weird. I have never experienced anything like that ever in my life. So when you said, Do you remember what it was? Oh, no. What's on it? No. I don't remember. You probably know what I'm about to ask. <laughs> <laughs> no. I just remember thinking of the formula and the problem. And it was a point where I think I, I Are had you it. serious? And then I lost it. And I'm like, what? Wait a what minute. Do you mean like a, a formula, like mathematical formula yeah. that is used like, mm-hmm. equation-wise? Yes. It was a mathematical formula and also like, it was mathematical. And just like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to say mathematical because I don't want to go into details of this stuff. But it was just a lot more. It was very complex. And it wasn't just oh mathematical. It was other parts to it as well. But... <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? That was an outer body experience. I've never felt that way ever in my life. I said the closest thing I felt to it was when actually that's I experienced it. Wow, I have experienced this feeling multiple times. I think about it. Uh, when I also was doing that, oh the water gosh. fast. It's like me, my brain does not cut off. If it's a certain experience that I get where it feels like I'm dreaming and awake at the same time, and I don't know what to do. So to answer your question, yes. To make it short, yes. How about you? <laughs> I don't know what to say right now. Like, I, I, I'm not making this up at all. I'm not making this up. I swear to God, I'm not making this up. And even listeners, this, by this point, y'all should know we are not <laughs> formulating in, like whole episodes like this. These are just real conversations. Just how we always have real conversations, bro. That formula that you just that you was talking about mm-hmm. that was that was me. You were in my head at that time. Really? When did that happen? I mean, it probably don't even matter, but timing probably don't even really matter. But I'm curious, just when did that happen, though? That was a New Zealand story, you yeah, said? Yeah, that was in New Zealand. So that was around, what, 20... Yeah, so that was super long yeah, ago. Yeah, that was around, like, 2015. That was... Bro, that... You were in my head. That moment was me. That was me. But it didn't happen then. That happened this year, or late last year. Did I ever send you the formula that I made for life? No, I think you... You sent me something like that, yeah. Mm. That is crazy. I don't know what I don't know what else to say. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes, that. Like when you when you saw that, did, did you did it come like did you like draw similarities or comparison or anything? Like, oh, this is like that or well, no? no. Like it, it did remind me of it, but like I said, I I couldn't re- remember exactly what the formula or whatever it was. Yeah, because it is. Because like I say it was, it happened. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I don't, the experience is so weird. I can't even, I don't know. I can't even describe it correctly, but but it did remind me of the similar situation that I had. Yeah, like that's the only thing I could say. I mean, I, I could say I could be wrong because like I said, I, I don't, I don't know none of that. <laughs> if that's all of that, it's out of my control anyway. <laughs> For all I know, you could you, you could have saw that through somebody else. But on my end, it hit with me. And you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll even post that. I, I've actually thought to just keep that formula to myself forever. I'll, you know what? I'll I'll make that a post on our <laughs> on our uh, Instagram. So for those who actually uh, listen to the episode fully, 
and get to the end. Um, yes, I feel that that moment that he just shared in regards to a formula for life. I made that. I created this. <laughs> this is crazy to say right now. I made this formula just me thinking one day. How he said um, he had, it was one of those moments where it's just be thinking and just wouldn't shut off. And me and him has had conversations about this where it just seems like we can't sleep sometimes. (laughs) We just be thinking and thinking and thinking forever and it just won't shut off. Yeah, I I was in one of those, I don't know, modes or whatever. And I was just thinking about stuff and just life overall. And like I said, just based off the description that I kind of have gave already in this episode of how energy is my like base of how to look at things even when it comes down to the bible or whatnot instead of just looking at it as a rule book everything is just based off of energy and i'm focusing that energy you know for me because it's energy i can feel what i like and what i don't like so within all of that i'm like all right these are the base things like the base concrete bottom shelf things that I know for a fact will never change. And I'm like, all right, if I look at life this way and apply it, apply it this way and then start entering the good and the bad, the positive and the negatives in life and the quantity of it and how you choose to engage with it equals your said results on said conclusions and whatnot. And it's, and the, the way I'm, this is crazy to even say right now. <laughs> And even even overall, looking at the formula for what it is, I doubt anybody makes sense of it, but hopefully you get what I'm saying. Um, even looking at the formula through and through like that, even the end of it that looked like it's like an actual answer for the overall formula of what life is, it's just actually a representation of an ongoing cycle so when you see the positive and negative it's like okay you apply the positive and a negative for who you are as an individual and your own your own individual value of what makes you 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 know what makes you feel good and you know what makes you feel bad so engaging with those things is what matter to keep you you know feeling good but at the same time this is energy and whatnot the same way i can how i can have a conversation with him and the same way how he can have a conversation with me, by the time we leave this said conversation and episode, there's going to be something that remains from this, whether it's a sentence, a statement, or something. So that alone also is energy. So that means every time you interact with something, no matter what it is, that is going to be stained with your energy as well. Some like to call it aura. So that means everything you engage with, whether or not, it's an actual person, conversation, a situation, a scenario, a moment, or even just a desk itself. And I'm saying that in regards to you leave your hand on a desk for however long you want. Over time, by the time you lift your hand up, you know where your hand was at is warm there. Everything else around it is cold. And instead of me breaking down, <laughs> you know, the understanding of energy and laws and physics, overall, it's still energy as well. So that means your energy also remains on those things that you feel is not a living thing. So for that to continually happen, happen no matter what, that means your aura, your energy is nonstop, continually engaging with everything you choose to engage with as well. The most important part is remaining aware 
of everything that you engage with because we can sit and listen to a song and remember it in a week but then you try to force yourself to listen to something else that you don't really feel no attachment to but you know there's value there and you might take even longer to get that so you got to choose and discipline and discipline you got to choose and discipline yourself to remain aware of the all the things that you are engaging with with your energy and that's what the entire formula is and that's an ongoing cycle because by the time you die that energy is not lost it's only transferred so wherever it's transferred bam <laughs> cycle starts all over again top to bottom that that's what the whole formula is i doubt anybody's gonna listen to all of this <laughs> but that's what the formula is and i literally sat down and it took me like three or four hours to put all of this into actual formula because I said to myself that I can say this to people and I feel like majority uh, of the people that would hear me say it would not care by the time I get halfway into the description. The other side of me said, well, put it out there because you never know. And I was like, all right, what's the easiest way for me to put it out there without dragging it out? Because a lot of people don't like to read. And I said, F it. Create a formula the same way we have formulas to create, I mean, to um, answer a problem, whether it's in math, uh, technicians, uh, computers, whatever. Something that you can go off of and you can fill in the blanks as you see fit for yourself. I'm like, all right, cool. I can do that. And it took me three or four hours to actually do that. So, yeah, that's why that's crazy. You just said that. <laughs> yeah. I, I probably have to see the formula come. Like, I'm trying to, I wonder. I, I have the actual paragraph written down as no, well. No, I remember you sent it to me. what it's based I remember you sent it to me before, but I didn't even connect it. Like, at the time, it made me think about it, but I didn't really, like, look into it. And, like, comparing it to, like, what I, that situation in New Zealand. Like, it made me think about it, but I didn't, like, think of it too much. I was just paying attention to what you had sent. Wow. But, no, yeah. that's a... Uh, yeah, that's the one way to end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> we will not have a better ending ever, I don't think. I'm sorry. Moments like this, I know I can't recreate on any level. So it's like, F it, man. That this was all pure and natural and most value that I could have ever presented in this said moment. So F it. So with that, <laughs> um, yeah. I want to say this. What I will leave off with for people is to like, and as I said before, definitely type into yourself if you can as much as possible and if you have those moments i feel like this is what always happens in similar to what for you as well those moments where you feel like your brain cannot cut off and you are constantly thinking about something just write it out let it out let it out bro write it out record yourself whatever it is do it in this note tape note tape every situation like that because i feel like those are key and pivotal moments um yes To document, yes. honestly. So, yes. Being younger and not doing that, I regret that mm-hmm. now because now knowing that those moments, I personally, even if I wanted to, I cannot recreate them, bro. Like, they're gone. Yep. And so, that was just like me at level power 1000. <laughs> and I can't force myself to go to 1000. I'm only at 100. <laughs> Man, I love this episode. All right, I'm done. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to mess around and keep talking. <laughs> So this is Provoking Dialogue. You can follow us on all social media platforms at Provoking Dialogue. That's Provoking spelled P-R-O-V-O-K-I-N, Dialogue. Or look at us on our website. Oh, wait, hold on. Pause again. 
Wait, do we? No, because don't we have an outro? I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. Nothing you just said. <laughs> no, because I just I just uh. remember we recorded our outros already. You remember the audio that you have recorded? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we did do, but still do one. Just do it. Just because I, yeah, I don't, I don't remember exactly what I recorded, but yes, I did record it and I saved it. Yes, okay. we can easily just cut this out and play that one. But yeah, just do it just in case. Okay. This is Provoking Dialogue. You can follow us on social media platforms at Provoking Dialogue. That's Provoking spelled P-R-O-V-O-K-I-N. Also check us out on our website, ProvokingDialogue.com, where you can listen to all of our previous episodes and also leave us a mm-hmm. review at the top of the page at Podchaser. Yes. You can click the link at the top. It's just right there at the top. At the very, very it says Podchaser. It got five stars up there. <laughs> y'all click it and then y'all be nice. And tell us a lot of good things. Then we good. Yeah. And you can follow me on my platform at Naturally Shack. Remy at... Remy underscore YFS. That's R-E-M-E underscore Y-F-S. Remy underscore Y-F-S. <laughs> All right. Until next time, check us out every other Wednesday. Hope you left with a refreshingly new point of view. Adios, amigos. Adios.